Hello and welcome to the Luscious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Celine Vilgen, holistic nutrition consultant and the founder of Luscious Living, where personal growth meets wellness. Ladies, we've heard that PMS is a feminine curse, and it's time to bust that myth. Did you know that your period is actually a sacred and beautiful time for you? It doesn't feel like that when you have symptoms of cramps, bloating, nausea, headaches, and more. And I'm here to tell you it does not have to be that way. Did you know that you can use nutrition to ease those symptoms? Did you know that you have four different phases of your menstrual cycle? Yes, you can learn to optimize each of these phases and really understand your body and understand why you're more motivated in some times of the month and more excited to work out or more wanting to stay in or you are just more intuitive in certain phases as well. Learn to understand your body, love yourself even more. This is all talked about in my best-selling book, The Painless Period Guide. Grab a copy for you and a friend. The link to purchase is in the description. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Luscious Living Podcast. I want to start off by saying thank you. Thank you for listening to the show, for sharing it, for supporting the work and the mission. I, I don't say thank you enough to you, I realize, and I want you to know that this is only possible because of you, and I truly hope that you find so much value and inspiration from this work, and, and so thank you really for your continued support. Today, I want to talk to you about 20 plus ideas to keep you and your family healthy during inflationary times, because the grocery bill is a whole lot more than it was uh, six months ago or a year ago or three years ago, okay? And so this is the time to be more resourceful and creative and keeping ourselves healthy more than ever, because if you look at the news articles, it is very doom and gloom, very fear-based. And if you look throughout history, ebbs and flows of economy has always been around. And we have lived in a time of general stability economically and politically. And yes, obviously, 2000, uh, 2007, 2008 were definitely uh, turbulent. However, for the most part, inflation and interest has been in our favor for a long time. And it will readjust itself. But at first, you know, uh, things have to, you know, we have to weather the storm a little bit. And in that time, we have to look at what can we do in our power? What do we have influence over? during these times because we do not have influence over inflation. We just don't. And so there's no need to spend this focus and energy and fear around it. And again, focus our energy on what we have power over and our solutions. And that's exactly what this episode is all about. Because now is not the time to cheap out on food or our health. Food is the last thing you should be cutting out of your budget. There might be some little things here and there, but overall, I'd rather you not cheap out on food because, yes, cheap food is cheap, but it has a price long term, right? 
So let's get into these tips on how to save money and keep your family healthy during these higher cost times. The first tip is obvious. And actually, if you look at the past economic dip, um, the number one types of books that were sold were cooking books. Pretty cool. So the first tip, of course, is to cook at home. And this does not have to be expensive or time-consuming or elaborate. I am not a chef at all. Trust me, I'm not. You can ask anyone in my life. But I do have a lot of one-pan meals, a lot of soups, a lot of stews, a lot of casseroles. They are not elaborate. They are not expensive. So you could, for example, have chicken, asparagus, and small potatoes, those mini potatoes, put them in a pan, you're done. You can have some salmon, some broccoli, and um, some bell peppers on a pan, you're done. That's it. One pan meals. You add a bunch of vegetables in a crock pot or slow cooker, and you're basically done there as well, right? So very short, they're 30 minute, 20 minute preparation, clean up, boom, you're done. Okay, so cooking at home. And that includes making your coffee at home, right? Um, making bread at home. Bread is surprisingly really easy to make. Again, I'm not um, super about spending hours in the kitchen at all. I've been making focaccia bread from a really good high quality flour, I will say, about a giant bag. And it's, it's lasting me a really, really long time. I've been making focaccia bread. There's no kneading involved. You literally put the ingredients together, put it in the fridge for three days, and you basically just cook it after that, okay? Uh, the other day, I went to get a latte. I wanted some time away from the house, and I spent $6.25 on a latte. That is crazy. And at home, I have my mocha pot or my organic coffee. Make that, have some heavy cream, froth it, boom, done. And does not cost $6 per coffee. But again, there's a trade-off there. Got to enjoy a new environment. So that's something, okay? Starting to cook more at home. Next is eating more organ meat. Yes, this might sound super weird to some of you who have not heard my work before, and this is uh, something you have heard multiple times if you do know me, um, but you want to make sure, of course, this is from good sources. There are some markets that I would personally not trust um, that are really, really cheap, source of liver and heart and different organ meat. Um, this organ meat is cheaper and healthier and many times than muscle meat. Okay, loaded with iron and fat-soluble um, nutrients such as vitamin A, D, and K. Okay, this is really important for our health, and it's harder to get these nutrients. Okay, also high in B12, which is what so many of us are deficient in. You could be eating meat, um, but you just need to be able to enjoy this in a portion that is is regular. Okay, and because what I'm trying to get at is if you try to supplement this or have an only plant-based diet, you're not going to get a lot of the nutrients you need and you're going to need to eat a whole lot more of it versus organ meat in a grass-fed source, ideally local, is more cost-effective and healthier than muscle meat and plants. So you want to have all of it, but especially organ meat, Okay. Next is come prepared at the grocery store. If you don't have a clear list, 
and especially I like to itemize mine in terms of departments, come prepared. You're going to end up picking out things that you don't necessarily need, those impulse buys. So watch for those impulse buys. Are you buying something on sale because it's on sale? Would you have normally got it if you weren't, if it wasn't on sale? Ask yourself that. Is it something you actually truly need as a part of your plan? Or if it is on sale and you were going to go for it, great. But come prepared. It's going to have you save even $10 to $50 to $100 each time. And that adds up. Next one is to meal prep. Right? This is similar to cooking at home, but start to prepare. Spend an hour, maybe two hours on a Saturday or Sunday or Monday. It doesn't matter what day of the week, but start to prep some of these meals. Because what you get for the cost of one sandwich might not be that much money, but you could get a whole loaf of bread or a whole thing of cucumbers and tomatoes and lettuce for this, you know, what the cost of that one sandwich was. And then you could make double or triple or much more than what you pay at the store. The other one is similar to cooking at home, but making some of your favorite recipes at home, like bread and chocolate, your baked goods, right? Sauerkraut. I know those sauerkrauts are about $10 um, for maybe about a quarter of a cabbage or half a cabbage. When you make it at home, you will spend, actually, we spent about $7 on a, on a head of cabbage the other day, which is crazy. But, um, you know, you, you, you just need the vinegar, the spices, etc. And it's going to cost you a fraction of what you buy at the store. Same with the baked goods, right? You might buy some cookies, they taste good, but you can make so much more and really have the best ingredients at home. Chocolate, you buy the raw cacao, you buy the coconut oil, the honey or maple syrup, and you have chocolate for months, okay? It's pretty amazing rather than spending five or $10 per chocolate bar. And I say $10 because of the nice stuff, obviously. Okay, another way to keep your family healthy during these times is adequate water intake. And you wanna make sure you're filtering your water. Yes, in most places in North America, I'm going to say Canada, I live in Calgary specifically, we are so dang lucky that we can drink water out of the tap. What a privilege that is because parts in Canada don't even have access to that. I'm going to start crying while I record this episode. Um, But we want to make sure that we're also filtering it because it's still not at the level that we want it to be with the heavy metals. Any sort of medication that's flushed down the toilet is also in our water intake. But I don't know about you. I don't take any medications. I don't want um, other medications in my water personally. Then you want to buy in bulk is the next tip. And by the way, I'm just kind of uh, jumping into that one. Some uh, a very two two filters that I like is Berkey filters. They are on the higher end. Um, that's what I use and I prefer. But also Santivia water filters is an amazing option for your family. And the picture costs about sixty dollars as of this recording. Okay, next is buying in bulk, right? The bulk beans, bulk oats, bulk grass-fed beef. So for example, instead of buying the one packet from the grocery store of beef, I buy a box of it from our local farmer. That really makes a big difference. Same with oats. When you buy the small containers, try to buy a big, big 
um, bulk version. Maybe get your friends or family involved and do a share of this. You can even take, for example, going back to beef, you can buy a quarter of a cow, put it in your deep freeze. Maybe you split it with your family or friends or cousins, right? That will make a big, big difference. Very cost effective. And speaking of, the next tip is to buy directly from the farmer. That way you kind of cut out the middle person and just support the farmer directly, which is amazing and you will get better deals that way as well. The next tip is to buy fruit and vegetables in season in your area. These will be more cost effective at the time of when it's in season. So buying strawberries or blueberries off season is going to cost you more versus if you do it in the summer. Okay, so that's another really big one. So I'd look up in your area what is in season. Then you want to buy dried versions of chickpeas, lentils, black beans, etc., rather than the canned version. This is going to really cut down costs significantly and help out with that grocery bill. The next one is to buy vegetables that are frozen like broccoli, cauliflower, beans, and peas. They are still very, very healthy and significantly more cost effective. The next few tips is to store your vegetables properly to make them last longer. So we're going to talk about potatoes, onions and garlic, cabbage and its cousins, winter squashes, leafy greens and apples and pears. So for potatoes and sweet potatoes, you do not want to refrigerate them, but you want to keep them in a cool, dark place with high humidity. You want to make sure there's enough air circulation and keep them separate from onions, bananas, and other ethylene producing items. Okay, so bananas, if you want to ripen avocados or ripen something, put them beside a banana. It will happen faster. But other than that, you want to keep your onions and bananas away from your produce you want to keep for a long time. Onions and garlic, you don't want to refrigerate. And again, same thing. You want to store in a cool, dark place with low humidity, though, allowing air circulation and keeping separate from potatoes and sweet potatoes. So I know I make the comment about humidity. To be honest, I do not control that. I don't add anything special in my um, in my pantry for the humidity. I do follow the refrigerating and keeping separate from the other items, though cabbage, things like broccoli as well. So you want to refrigerate in sealed containers. The uncut heads can be refrigerated without a bag, but once you do cut it, put it in an airtight container. Winter squashes like butternut or acorn, you want to store at room temperature, again, keeping away from bananas and onions, and you don't need to put it in the fridge again. Just make sure it's away from sunlight. And I put them beside my sweet potatoes and potatoes. With leafy greens, you want to refrigerate them unwashed, okay? And put them in plastic bags. Um, but once you wash them, they're going to wilt a lot faster. Then apples and pears, you can refrigerate them um, in your crisper drawer, okay? And again, away from bananas. And then one other thing, actually, and one note about carrots and beets, if you buy them with their greens still attached, remove the tops because they actually pull out the moisture from the vegetable. And then with my carrots, I just kind of leave them in the bag, but you can also put them in water. For things like lemons, you can put them in the um, outside on the counter. However, I like to put mine in the fridge to last longer as well. All right, 
The next few tips to keep your family healthy during inflationary times is two websites that I really like uh, that have cost-effective recipes. My favorite is spendwithpennies.com and another one is thecleaneatingcouple.com. These are, again, really designed to be cost-effective and healthy. The next tip to stay healthy is to see a holistic nutritionist like myself because those over-the-counter medications, time spent at the doctor, the naturopathic visit costs your family money long-term. And so many people don't realize that different symptoms, whether it's a headache or heartburn or whether it's more symptoms of a condition like PCOS or diabetes, can be solved through holistic nutrition. I know for myself, we do a very thorough approach and make sure we get to the root of the issue, which yes, does take longer than medication. However, it helps keep you and your family healthy long-term and have a natural approach to your wellness. The next tip is to walk, do yoga, running, push-ups, they're all free, right? You might need to have some running shoes. You don't necessarily. You might get a $15 mat from Winners or somewhere like that or Walmart or Superstore, and that's really it. You need 10 minutes, maybe half an hour, 10 minutes, half an hour a day, and that's going to be cost-effective and super healthy long-term. And if it's cold outside, just put on extra layers, you know, I've once been told there is no bad weather, only bad gear, and that has changed my life. The next tip is to incorporate nature therapy and vitamin D through sunlight. Completely free to go sit in a park and get some free sunshine. This is so important. Make sure you have at least 20 minutes of vitamin D through sunlight without sunscreen though because we do need 20 minutes a day at minimum of course living in a cold climate like I do we definitely don't get that much so most of us are vitamin d deficient actually in Alberta Um, but yeah make sure you get it without sunscreen though this is really important Um, and then I have so many thoughts about sunscreen I personally avoid sunscreen use and when I do use sunscreen. I use a very natural one, but mostly just through protection of my face and clothes of the sun. And I avoid direct sunlight if possible in the height of the the sun's rays. But other than that, um, I, I really feel good in the sun. And anyways, that's a whole other, whole other conversation that I won't get into in this episode. The next two tips are consider what is truly a need versus a want for you and your family and make a plan around that. What are some of the goals that you have? Is it to have a new car? Is it to um, you know, have more abundant meals and snacks throughout the day? You know, Whatever it is, I'm just giving out random examples here, but what is a need versus what is a want? And make a plan around that. And you know, you don't, this is a whole other, this is really my philosophy when it comes to money, um, because I'm very much a saver and investor of money and just see a lot of, it's almost like nutrition with the world of finance where I'm just like, whoa, where did we go wrong? And why is there so much misinformation and, and education that is not empowering to people out there? 
And so, you know, you might you might consider selling your brand new car that's $600 a month of payments that's going to depreciate by next year and have an older car where you pay cash for it and it's not as flashy and people don't think you look like you have a lot of money, but you know very dang well uh, where your investments and savings are going, right? Or maybe if you have if you have debt, high debt, um, you know that's that's really when you need to consider why does it matter what other people think? Why does it matter if you have a brand new car for other people versus if you have an older car and you know that that money is going into a debt repayment or you're investing in the stock market or real estate or business, you know you're good. Other people don't need to know that. Right. And that's something that I I practice. I don't have a car. We share a car um, and I invest a very healthy amount of money in uh, my my investment plan. Um, And that's all personally done as well. And I have zero debt, zero credit card, zero student loans, zero personal anything, anything like that. Um, And again, I really don't care if people don't think I have a nice car. I will have my assets pay for a nice car one day, though. That is the plan. All right, that is a whole other side tangent. (laughs) The last step of this is to see how you can make extra money using your gifts and your value. How can you offer your talents, your wisdom to someone else, right? It could be math tutoring. It could be organizing, helping someone organize their home or personal train or baking deliciously moist cook. cakes for birthdays, right? How can you how can you help someone else as a result and then earn some money? Because that's truly the way we are designed as humans, I believe, is to help other people. And in doing so, we can provide for ourselves. It is a beautiful, beautiful system, if you will. And I encourage you to make the most of that. This is such a beautiful plan that you could have for yourself. And even if it's $200 or $500 extra a month, that will still help out you and your family to become healthier. So I hope that this episode was highly valued to you. And I hope that you take away one thing from this episode that you can apply to have you and your family healthier during higher cost times. And so you don't need to cheap out on food. You can still prioritize your health and make the most of this time to look and feel your best. Because the better that you feel, the more your output you're going to do in the world, the more present you can be with your family, the more you enjoy this time you have on this precious earth. And that matters a whole lot. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you share it with someone else that you know. And if you have not already heard, the brand new holistic weight release program is over 100 recipes to release weight through hormone balance, gut health, and blood sugar balance as well. The course is $21 and yours to keep for life. It is designed to help nourish you from the inside out. The link to purchase the program for you or a friend will be in the description below. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please give the show a five-star review if you feel like you learned something new today. 
All of the mentioned links will be in the show notes. And also, are we connected on Instagram? Find me over at underscore luscious living underscore and come say hi. See you next episode.